as we moved, uh, as we moved and became um, David Moradi and I, um, uh, uh, Audiovol slash Blue Zebra. Um, yeah. Then we moved into Kenyan the Second Chapter. Tell us, tell us about Kenyan the Second Chapter. Kenyan the Second Chapter basically just it it was uh, the next phase of urban music, you know. And because the first chapter had thirteen artists, we said we're going to look for another thirteen new thirteen artists, put them on this and Maji Maji, Darling P, uh, Nazizi, uh, Judin Duati, Nazizi. Um, Didi 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 Warogiwa Wili, who are the younger brothers of Keishaka, and that's how the Mau Mau camp came because now they had started growing. Um, uh, uh, who else? Um, the late uh, David, um, what was his name? Was I taught you on that? Uh, no, I thought he wasn't there. <laughs> not yet, not yet. You're moving too fast. <laughs> um, and the second chapter then just took on a life of its own. At that particular point, Kenyan music had now, we weren't three artists anymore. We, weren't, we were like, there were like 10, 12 artists, you know. Nikki was getting compared because there's two other chicks coming in, you know. Uh, Natasha Katabaki and uh, uh, Atemi Yungu have come and they're also, they've got chops to, you know. And Nikki's like, mm, okay, no problem. Even me, I'll... <laughs> so everybody's... The quality is rising because there's this thing happening. And at that same time, Ogopa has stepped up. Even before we go into the Ogopa, <laughs> Gidi Gidi Maji Maji. It's Kenyan second chapter for me. I remember one song. Yeah. Ting Badimalo. <laughs> How was it working in what? Like, let's, 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 because I mean, you've got to give those guys their props on what they did to the Kenyan music industry. So, how was it just just give, give before when we enter the ogopa connection explain yeah. to me about the giddy giddy process or yeah. connection working with them creating legacy music um what happened was uh with giddy giddy maji maji um we <clears throat> sorry we uh i realized that it's not just urban there's a different spin which is the urban comedy and urban pop um so giddy came with uh they came with a little swing to it you know what i mean mm. when darling p was doing his kamba accents they came with a little pride to it with the team body malo and um we're like actually that works you know, uh, they're funny, but it works. Mm. And everybody's asking, what does Ting Badi Malo mean? What does it mean? Yeah, it means throw your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I've seen uh, that thing for years of that, don't you? Udala, chwadkino, choke. Yeah. Yeah, wow, wow. Yeah, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, from Dandora. And, and and um and they became so big that we needed to do an album with them mm. you know so what would happen was the compilation artists the compilation albums what i would do is 
I would look out for who's actually album worthy. Making yeah, making an impact enough worthy to be on an album by themselves. Uh Gidi Majimaji became the first Afrofusion album that I then worked on. And um that was a different transition for me as well. Uh people had gotten used to me doing all this urban stuff with the Kalamashaka and the you know the hip hop and all of that and the Nikis and stuff. And I'm like I'm tired of using R&B influenced music as the music bed. I want to create something that is authentically mm, Kenyan. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, when Bindi's and different instruments. Exactly. Yeah. So um, with Giddy Giddy, we started, I remember the thought process was, in fact, if you look at their album cover, their, their skinhead oiled up and they're all in, you know, nothing. And we said, we want to shred everything down back to slavery back to the mentality of we were you know we were colonized mentally and and i remember um getting some chains and stuff and throwing them down on the studio and mm. making that chain sound of you know the slave traders tying people up in, 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 yes no. uh, in chains and stuff and there was a lot of thought process through that and and looking at how do we create african love songs that reveal how you feel as, as as a man but don't have r&b influence in them and stuff and you know when you ask yourself those questions you start like yo dude i don't even know because i there's no place that you can go and there's no archive there's for no that archive. you know what i mean so this was uncharted territory Oru kendoru piny maru gimage gimage Oru kendoru piny maru 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 gimage Pesa pesa mano 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 mari Dear no, mano mana mana mari, yawandi gandi gandi, mano mana mana mari, eh, mano mana mana mari. Giddy Giddy's album, um, their first and only album, well, their first album, they had a second album. Their first album was so impactful that MTV, when um, um, uh, John Major, the Prime Minister, um, of the UK came to Africa to do a summit in South Africa. MTV did an interview with him and they used Kirikiti Majimaji's music. And I was like, yo, we on MTV, yo. <laughs> wow, you know. Um, this was um, 1999. I'll never forget because I was like, this is not MTV based, this is not MTV Africa, this was MTV. MTV. Yeah. My music is on MTV, you know? That's the African music they're using as the rubber stamp of this is from Africa. I'm like, yes, we're making inroads. Um, and then, because Akina Gidigidi Majimaji were from Kisumu, what happened was, now I've made a bit of a transition. Mm -hmm. And um, 
David Moridi one day walks in and says, there's this girl from Kisumu, you need to listen to her. We're in the car park. She comes with her box guitar. She's learning how to play guitar at the time. And she plays for me. And I'm like, is it interesting? And uh, Susanna Weo. So Susanna Weo walks into the studio. We record this song and I, I do the same thing that I always do. Take a bit of an urban loop and, you know, um, let her sing. But she had brought now the Orutu player and um, it had a lot more Afro vibe to it. So for a month, I'd be listening back to this song, just one song, and it's like Zina Clash. It's something is not coming together. Um, for a month? For a full month. And somebody had given me an, an album that I never listened to because I thought this is too African for me. Um, so one Sunday, um, I take the CD out, put it in, go and sit on my sweet spot. I'm listening. And it's Richard Bonner. Mm -hmm. And Richard Bonner's first album. I'm thinking, this guy has managed to take African music and do anything he wants to do with it. Anything he wants to do with it. If it's mm -hmm. classical music, if it's anything, he's literally just bending it to his will. Like him. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm not doing. And I removed everything off of that music of Susanna Wheel, immediately took my African percussions and went into the studio. It's a Sunday, there's nobody there. Um, I went into the studio and just started recording myself. Started recording myself. I remember the next day, Davey walks in and he's like, whoa, what is that? Kisum 100. <laughs> song i mean that was 1999 we're in 2018 it's still being played yeah and then because now i had gotten that that thing of you can actually take african music and do whatever you want to do with it one day uh wikimosh walks into the studio mm -hmm. with magic and how do wikimosh? Uh, let me tell you wikimosh uh, god bless his soul came with akalas you know those shoes made out of mm. uh, tire with no socks. Never smelled <laughs> worse feet in my life. Davy was in his office. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? He came out and said, whoever <laughs> is, get them out. <laughs> and so Wikimosh had to go wash his feet. And, then, and I'm thinking, man, God, give me the grace. <laughs> so I make a beat really quick, like 30 minutes. <laughs> And he does this thing. And then and I'm like, whoa. And all I had to do was keep that Luo vibe. Aneno nyako moroka nyingenga atot to bendo nyalo mielongo manyingenga atot to beo nyalo miel koda nyingenga atot atoti sudikai mondi miel koda ya watoti sudikai munda miel kodi atoti lovely deadly nyakoni iromo wi atoti kisumi tisumi nyakoni iromo miel atoti mix me fix me nyakoni iromo pacha atoti take me sick me nyakoni iromo miel kodi miel koda kikitumu wei kikitumu mchonga kikanyonteni umewatere manamos mdogo mdogo nyako miel vile tunataka rakara this way, that way, I go do it my way. So if even if you listen to that song to date, it has um, a very hard luo vibe to it. It's not raga, it's not it's just a luo mm. groove to it. And we said let's just keep that there. And again, 99, 2018, people send me videos of that song. And like, dude, okay, every Saturday night, somebody must send me a video of that song. Oh, we're listening to a Toshi in the club, yeah. I'm like, thank God, you know, the music has transcended time. So that transition for me was very important. Mm -hmm. And it took me to the next phase of my career, which was now working with the real Afrofusion artists. Because now the real African musicians started popping up. And the French Cultural Center said, oh, we love what you're doing. Can you now work with Yunasi, um, Abim uh, Dunia, uh, do a full album for Susanna Wheel, uh, do a full album for Chingabura. And, and, and these were full albums. And then now um, French Cultural Center said, actually, um, alongside other European institutions, Mercedes-Benz included, um, we're going to take all these guys that you've now done with Afro music, real Afro music, onto a European tour. And we ended up, Unasi, six guys plus their band, um, which is 11. Uh, um, Susanna Wio, uh, Achieng Abura, Abim Dunia, all of them on one tour together. So literally a full, nearly a half a plane, yeah. you know, of musicians <laughs> going, going, going a full summer around um, uh, uh, France and Germany. And um, um, I thought to myself, wow, finally, 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 people are paying attention. People are listening. We've got a sound. Man, Ted, let me say something. 
and, and, and I'm touching on this thing of you going, you taking the African sound. What's happening now in Kenya is a lot of Nigerians coming here. But you took Kenyans to Nigeria. Yes. Tell us yes. that tell, tell us that story. Well, um, so Kalamashaka is doing this tafsiri he thing and hip hop and everything and 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 um it's transcended beyond just Kenya. It's it's gone to the whole it's touched the African footprint. And what happened was uh, Benson and Hedges then said, we're doing a massive concert in, in Nigeria, but we want these guys to be our representatives as the Kenyan musicians. And we get to Nigeria, and as we're used to, you know, Kenyans, we're used to 3,000 people on, <laughs> in, in, in a hall. 3,000, we are like, yo, it was lit. <laughs> My friend, we were performing to 150,000 people in Lagos. 150,000. I remember Keishaka walking onto that stage and they were ahead of me. They all froze like when they saw the sea of people. It was unbelievable and we're like oh my god you know this this is it. Um, if you fast forward to what's happening now Instead of Kenyan musicians taking over that Nigerian market, it's the Nigerians coming to perform to the 3,000 people here. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's still the 3,000 people. Mm. It hasn't, it hasn't, not to it that. hasn't increased. <laughs> um, so, yes, there is something that, 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 that um, the younger musicians are doing wrong. And um, sadly, when you're a young musician, you're also very hard-headed. So, I, I was also hard-headed. It's hard to listen to people. It's, it's easier to make mistakes yourself until you figure yourself out as opposed to somebody coming and telling you you know what maybe what you're doing is wrong try this direction mm -hmm. another thing um, as uh, and, and 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 i want to touch now with your gopa yeah people don't know that nameless's first song yes was actually recorded yes. by you yes yes nameless and wahoo and wahoo and wahoo so explain tell us about that transition even i, I know there's something about how you lingered isa or something like that yes, but yes. into the introduction of now i think i would say your first competition urban wise being ogopa so um remember at that time when ogopa was coming out i'm 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 easing my foot off of the accelerator uh, because uh -huh. i'm tired of urban i've uh -huh. done it i'm just like oh, I, I'm, I'm moving more into the afrofusion and people are like you know, but we want urban. Mm. And Ogopa is like, well, I'm a DJ. <laughs> I'll make the urban. And he starts making the urban. Now, I refused to work with uh, Bebe Cool. I refused to work with Isa because they were the urban sound. That was That's the only why. reason. They oh, were the man. urban sound. And I'm like, I, I don't want to be typecast into this urban sound. I've done it. I'm tired. You know. And um, um, um and I've got enough urban musicians. I want people who are doing something different. Um, Nameless walks in during a, a, a talent search. He wins the talent search. And I record uh, Mega Rider with him. There's two types of people in the world. Those who've got names and those who are nameless. Nameless, 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 nameless. Got no fame and I got no name. To be loved or to be loveless. To have a home or to be homeless. To have a car or to be calm. 
Asubuhi na mapema naamuka ninaoga nauliza mira mira on the ukuta what do i need ongeza mafuta weka marashi so that i know you never know i might need my maldia chukua longi piga pasi sasa ni laini wapendeza napanda basi kwani sina gana we are going to the city Wololo, shosho, gombaro Anataka kiti, mpeni nafasi Asazi, heshima kwa wazazi Tumefika mwisho wa safari Ala, conductor, anakuja Kunisumbua, eti anataka pisa Mega Rider Um, and Megaraida actually opened the door for Ogopa to then speak to him and say, hey, you know what, we really like what you're doing, we can do better. And Nameless is like, actually, this guy's beat is a bit too slow for me. I want something that's more urban, more upbeat. And I'm like, by all means, I was just opening up doors for you. If that's where you want to go, I don't have a contract with you, we're done. Um, Kaz as well. Mm -hmm. um, she, uh, she was also part of the people who won the competition. She was part of the people who won the competition. And a great singer-songwriter called Murani. Murani. Who, if Murani is watching this, I'm still embarrassed on your behalf, son. Because um, Murani actually got a scholarship to Berkeley School of Music. And he's a banker. <laughs> I know. But Dude. he sang on one of my songs. I like Murani. Dude. Amazing Dude. musician. No, I still have feelings about that, man. Because <laughs> I was like, this guy is going to go places. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so there was the that whole Ogopa vibe happening. And so at this time, you you were on your Afrofusion vibe. I'm, I'm on the Afrofusion vibe, and then Wiry. No, I'm on the Afrofusion vibe, and my business partner David one day says, "Look, there's a guy who's been camped at the gate for two weeks every day, <laughs> at least. Have a heart." <laughs> Listen to him so he can go. <laughs> and why are you I listen. I listened to the first 30 seconds and I knew. Hit. He's urban, but he's different. Why are you sounded like Donnell Jones in Swa? Whoa. And I'm like, yo, um, this we don't have. This we can work with. 